and we are in the process of getting things up and running. Bandwidth issues yet again. It is Thursday, <coughs> October the 8th. All right, we may have to repeat that one more time. Whoops, I gotta just hold on. I gotta change this. We are going live on trending. Whoops, gotta spell that wrong. Um, trying to do the live a tad different, kind of like what we did yesterday. Trending Thursday, I think that's good. Trending Thursday, I'm starting the live right now. We're just gonna make a few adjustments. And we are live right now. Good morning, everyone. We are obviously having some bandwidth. So we, you know what, we kind of, we kind of move with the bandwidth and have to re, re pivot and, you know, kind of redo what we're doing. But anywho, this is Carol Sue, AKA Nani Boss, live from Vero Beach with my better half too. This does, and good morning, everyone. <laughs> Excuse me. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva on that heart rate monitor at ILKB in North Haven. So much to chat about on Trending Thursday. Yesterday, boy, we had a lot to chat about and we were on for about, um, I guess it was about 35 minutes. Um, we try, try to keep it to at least 20 minutes. And there's a possibility that we may go, <coughs> excuse me, slightly over again. So trending Thursday, October 8th, 2020. So obviously the vice presidential debate was last night. So what I see trending is obviously the debate itself. Um, I also see some not so good trending things on how people are reacting to, uh, <clears throat> it's almost like a, I wanna say a keyboard bully. Oh yeah, a lot of keyboard buildings out there. A lot of not so nice comments. So why don't we dive right on into it? I am gonna tell you straight off the bat, I did not see the whole debate. Um, I was yelling at the TV as, in between my head bobs because I was up very early yesterday morning. <laughs> but what I did see, how do I put this? Well, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I still really do not know what the Dems are about. Now, I have voted Democratic before. I vote for whom I feel is best suited to fill that position. I am a registered Republic, Republican. I don't always vote Republican. So putting Democrats and Republicans aside, even if let's say Biden and Harris were Republican, I wouldn't vote for them. I wouldn't vote for my party in that instance. I still really don't, you know, I've looked at their website, <laughs> everything she was saying was almost like a lie because it didn't line up with like what exactly was on their website. So I'm like, what? That like it just made no sense to me. So, what is your take on that? Well, I, I do agree with you. And first off, I have to say that kudos to I, I think it's Susan Page who was the moderator did an excellent, excellent job. And I really I loved the format. I thought uh, even though she's uh, I believe more you know favors more the Democrats, she really did a great job 
of not only monitoring and, and keeping things flowing, she gave some uh, latitude on them going over a tad, on, and, and both of them did, um, because they, you know, they were really trying to answer and, rebu and, and rebut each other in, in a, not only a respectful way, but to make sure that their sentences were finished. So she did give a lot of latitude with that, but she also, you know, was in control. You never felt as if, you know, and I'm going to obviously compare it to the presidential debate where, you know, most people realize Chris Wallace, even his own peers um, were very critical on how he was, he didn't do a good job moderating. He was actually kind of part of the debate in the sense of he was like the third debater in it. You like, there was three candidates there. And I think what the American people want, they want to hear both sides to make that very important decision. Uh, I do agree with you. And I think this is the difference, the key difference between a Democrat and a Republican. A Republican has no problem calling out their party. And you just did that. Here you were saying, if, if, if Mr. Biden and Mrs. Harris were in fact Republicans, they do not fit your ideology. And just because they're Republicans, you wouldn't vote for them. You, you, you're, you're that in tune to what you want as an American and what you feel is best for our country. And I think Republicans have no problem. Like I've called out the Bushes, I've called out Mitt Romney, um, there's so many of them, you know, General Powell, all these people that were in, say, a Republican by legal standards for, for, you know, how they're registered, but, you know, really, you know, I guess the nickname would be calling them rhinos, and they're Republican in name only. We're Democrats on the flip side of that really stick to their guns, stick with, you know, the party, regardless of how maybe that candidate is not qualified from, from either a physical and mental standard or from, you know, their, their platform. They don't care. You know, Republican, uh, Democrats, they will vote Democrat. Or uh, we have friends that are Democrat that agree that Biden is not fit to run. So they're just not going to vote for the president piece to the ballot, which I think is ridiculous. You know, you should be able to say, you know what, I've got brains enough to know that take the personality and the charades and the drama or whatever aside on either side, because they both do. If, 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 Absolutely. Take that away and put it down on paper. But I agree with you. You do have a clear and concise idea of where the country would go in a Trump-Pence for four more years. You do not have a clear, you do have a clear idea to a certain degree because even as of last night, they're still lying about fracking. They're lying about the Green Deal. They're lying about so many different pieces. The other key piece too, is there key things that the mainstream Democrat media keeps perpetrating that has already been disproved so many times and they cherry pick certain pieces of certain segments of certain sentences and use that as part of their platform when it's already out in the public those were lies so i didn't learn anything new i really felt harris uh, was not ready for this big stage she was not poised she was very snarky and smirky and there was actually a couple serious questions that were really heartfelt that uh, mr pence was really um 
kind of revealing or, or diving into. And she, you know, very flippant and smirky and laughing. And I thought that it was so inappropriate. But what I also found very interesting was the moderator, Susan Page, and I hopefully I've got her name right, even asked when they got to the Greendale part and she was saying, no, blah, blah, blah. The moderator even kind of interjected because it was actually part of the question. So she wasn't doing what Chris Wallace was doing with trying to dive into the debate and be the, you know, part of the debate in that way. But she said, well, wait a minute. The question is, it does say on your, your official website, this, but you're saying no. So I found that quite interesting. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, uh, Vice President Pence was poised. He was, uh, you saw the empathy, you saw the heartfelt um, passion, and you really felt you, you got a real good grip of that there's such a balance. I mean, how many people do you know? Let's talk about couples. Because when you think about it, the president, the vice president, they're a couple. They're a couple of two people that are running our country. And I think we can both relate to how many times can you chat about somebody who ma marries or partners with the you know, somebody that's opposite of your personality. And, you know, mommy and daddy were like that. Uh, I think you and Gary are like that. John and I are like that. And, you know, so we, we balance each other because, you know, one's more passionate about one thing or maybe more uh, excited and verbal and articulate where the other one's more balanced and more like, you know, let's keep it reserved. And I think that's what you really saw last night was you saw a marriage in the president and the vice president positions, marriage, and really mirror, mirror what the American people want. They want somebody out there that is going to fight for them. They want somebody out there that is not going to take crap from other countries and is going to put America first. But you also want to see that other side of empathy, calmness, uh, a little bit maybe more reserved. So you really got a, a really good idea of why they blend so together. Right. And, you know, it just kind of brings me back to, um, you know, I was doing a little bit more research this morning and going through uh, my newsfeed because I have a lot of friends on Facebook that are, are Democrats. And all I could see, and this, isn't a, and this is not tagging everybody, all my friends that are Dems. I am no mean, by no means saying that, but I would say 80% of what I saw on my newsfeed from some, a few, was all the chatter was about or that they can pinpoint was the fly that landed on Vice President Pence's head. And he was so calm when that was going on. Like I watched it and that's the first thing I saw. And he, he just kind of, he never flinched. He never, you know, did, you know, and, and I, I kind of joked about that, that this morning because like you, I saw the same thing. Mm -hmm. And my version of what Kamala Harris would be, you know, would be swatting it. He just, it never phased him. He never skipped a beat. And if that is going to be your focus, what does that tell you about how impactful your candidate was? Like I wanted, I wanted to hear really what people thought about the debate. And again, I did not watch the whole, whole debate. I saw probably the first 30, 35 minutes. So I did not see a good part of it. I really wanted to hear what my friends and family, <coughs> excuse me, may be saying about it. You know, was there something that stood out to them that was like, 
oh, well, Vice President Pence maybe said this about this issue. But all I saw from about 80% of my friends that I know are Dems were about the fly on his head. And, you know, some of the memes, I, I, I was kind of chuckling to myself. Well, sure. Um, you know, one had um, a close-up of Vice President Pence's head <coughs> with the, the, the uh, fly holding up a Biden-Harris, um, you know, sign. And I'm like, that's, that's what, funny. That's funny. That's very creative. That's funny. Kudos to the person who came up with that. But come on, people. We're getting really close to the election. Like, let's be kind. Let's be nice. Like, there's no need to get... Um, nasty. I saw a lot of nastiness. I um, do follow a couple of news stations um, from Florida and I was reading some of the comments and I'm like, wow, this is why <laughs> we have a lot of issues. Like, let's go back to bases. I remember years, years, years ago when I was in social studies class, Mr. Sterneski, by the way, Cromwell High School, class in 1980. <coughs> You're old. Yeah, I remember Joe Stroh. Yeah. I remember talking about politics. We were all talking about politics in his class. And what he said will forever stick with me. He had, and I saw this um, photo recently, and he had this exact same photo. It was a picture of um, President Kennedy and, God, I can't remember the Republican's name, but one was Democrat one worse Republican. And it, he said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter which party you're from. It's the substance on the ground level of where your party wants to go. Do you, do, you know, are you more siding with the Democrats because you believe that their philosophy, their ideologies are going to support Americans in their endeavor to do better? Or are you going to support the Republicans who have a different type of an agenda? You know, it, it's not so much about Republicans and Democrats. It's about which agenda, which platform best suits what is best for the country. Now, putting aside cognitive issues with um, former Vice President Biden, we all know that he has cognitive issues and it's terrible for what he's going through. We also know that President Trump, I've said this before as well, should he tweet as much as he does? No, in my opinion, he, you know, open mouth, insert foot. Who is best to serve our country? No, and and no, nobody has to answer that, but if you do, you know, feel free to, you know, put your comments below. Who, in your opinion, is best suited at this point in our, in the USA's history? <clears throat> do you want to vote for Biden and Harris? If you do, I'm curious, why, why would you want to vote for them? Do you want your Second Amendment rights taken away? Um, why do you want to vote for the Republican side? I'm voting for the Republican side. I think President Trump is best suited to bring our country forward and to continue to make America again. 
we all know he's not your typical politician. And that's where I think a lot of this hate is coming from because it's been proven. This isn't me just saying something to say. It's been proven that I can't even say President Barack Obama, but Barack Obama, eight years with Joe Biden, was the most corrupt president. The um, Flynn investigation, all that, the Russia collusion, that's not something we're just pulling out. That's a fact. They've been caught red-handed. They expected Hillary Clinton to be in office for eight years, and none of this crap would have come up. Absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, that is hard to digest. And I think that is a vast difference between Republicans and Democrats, because if you speak to, you know, the Republic, anyone Republican, and I'm, you know, as most people know, I chat about it all the time. I am officially, and I have been a registered independent, and I choose that for a specific reason. What I will say is, again, going back to why do you have to have that alliance with such with with a party and what does that say about your integrity if you're if you're unable or inept to call out your party when they do wrong it is a fact even as of this week there are documents being released that clearly clearly show the corrupt bullshit that was going on for eight years and you can't deny that. And are you going to be so aligned to your party that you can't even recognize when your party has been porking you up the ass for, for, for years? That's a, that's a blunt statement, but that's the truth of the matter. Uh, we did have someone um, that had questioned me the other day about the stimulus bill and how President Trump had flip-flopped. He did not flip-flop. What he stated was, give me a bill and I will sign it. And I think what she, it was actually a relative, what she was saying was he said he didn't want to talk about the COVID stimulus package anymore. And now all of a sudden today he does. Yeah. How many times have you said something then you had to kind of digest it? So what he did was he digested it and said, no, the American people need this money and I want to do it. I just don't want all the pork that the Democrats, Pelosi and her cronies are adding to the package. They did that the first time around. Are people forgetting that? How many millions of dollars went to the Kennedy Library? And for those of you that don't know, Pelosi's daughter is one of the top cheer people or she has some sort of significant role employed by the Kennedy Foundation and the Kennedy Library. So, you know, this whole, you know, President Trump does not care, does not want to follow, the, follow what past politicians have done. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know what President Trump wants to do? He wants to massage the backs of Americans for a change. He wants to take care of the American hard worker. He brought manufacturing jobs. That was the other key piece uh, that they talked about was China last night. And, you know, how she's, you know, uh, Harris, basically said that President Trump did a horrible job, the trade agreements, and there's no trade agreements, and blah, blah, blah. And no, President Trump is saying, I will work with my adversaries, but China is going to pay. They are responsible for this virus, 
and they're going to pay for the virus one way or the other of what they did to the American people. Does not mean that he can never work with them again. He's just going to make sure that they understand where he's coming from and that he's not going to budge. That's what a good leader does. To the contrary, you have evidence that Joe Biden's son, and it is an issue. It is an issue because if the other, the other, other side of the shoe was the other way, they, you, you know they'd be bouncing on it. Oh, yeah. His son received millions of dollars, not only from Russia and the uh, oligarchs, but also from China. Why is that? Of course, China. Of course, Biden loves China and vice versa. Of course, China wants Biden in the office. So they could continue basically screwing over Americans till infinity. That, that's what they truly want. And that is the difference. Those are very clear difference. How he handled the virus. You know, they wanted to chat about, well, he didn't act quick enough. I would say he did act quick enough based on China not letting our important people to get there to find out what the hell was going on. He closed down the borders three days after he realized some of the severity and still really not knowing. He did not know all the ins and outs as Harris so-called puts in her little innuendos. And what I love what Pence did, he basically told her because she kept doing it, you have the right to your opinions, but you don't have the right to like change facts. Facts are facts. Whether you like it or not, the, you, can, you can say it this way, doesn't make it right. The facts speak for themselves. That if even Fauci and uh, all the different scientists totally agreed that if Trump did not shut down the borders the way they did, 200,000 people affected or infected or, or died, which that number is still kind of flip floppy. And we all know that if you want to be honest, but say that that number truly is true. That's a high number. One number is too many. But if he didn't close the border and you've got the scientists, they're all preaching, Biden and Harris are constantly preaching about, listen to the scientists, listen to the scientists. Well, the scientists said it was a damn good thing he did shut the border down because now we wouldn't be talking about 200,000 people's lives. We'd be talking about millions. So yes, any one life is tragic. But if he did not take the steps, I do not believe that Biden could have gotten the PPE as quickly because he doesn't have that business smart. He's got business savvy to manipulate to make sure his family's getting money. That does, what does that do for America? President Trump has business savvy to get things done and he's proven that. Yeah, absolutely, and he's not a typical politician. And I think somewhat that's where a lot of this is stemming from. And again, they expected Hillary to be in there and oops, and she's still kind of whining about that. But on that note, what did you do with like, I uh, did, did you kickboxing? Because I, I did, did my 60 minutes power walk. And let me tell you, holy sweatness. Um, hence why I'm sitting on a chair with a towel because I'm going to go get my water workout in. I did not get it. I was excited to get it in yesterday. And then I did not because I really said, no, just dive in and get some fall festivities going on here, fall looking stuff. So I did that. And, uh, but I did get a good workout today, sweated. So how was your workout? 
Oh, it was great. Um, you know, did a, a virtual class this morning and, you know, it's always good to get in there and knock that bag. I love it. I love it. Trending Thursday. What is everyone doing? Put it in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Carol, Sue and I are soon going to be doing a working day where we're kind of revamping a whole bunch of things. Again, pivoting, divots, you know, stuff happens. And we're excited about some upcoming things. But on this trending Thursday, thank you again so much for, you know, tuning in to Two Sisters. It's always our pleasure. We love what we do. We absolutely love what we do. Do what you love what you, and love what you do. Be kind, be generous to others. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva, and I am part of two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, AKA Nonny Boss, live from Vero Beach. And P.S., guess what today is? Apparently, there's another holiday. It's Grandma Day. Now, most of you know, I do not go by Grandma. I don't know, something about the Grandma word has never resonated with me. So yes, I am a Nonny, and I'm also a Nonny Boss. So there you go, Nani Boss Live. Uh, happy Grandmom Day, Nani, Mimi, Mima, whatever you call yourself. Happy, happy to all those grandmothers out there. This is live from Vero Beach. We, again, we apologize for the way we're doing this on the website, uh, Facebook, because obviously there were band issues. Band issues. So you know what? You just kind of go with the flow. You guys have a great trending Thursday. Let us know what's trending in your area. And we will chat to you tomorrow on what's Friday. It is Fantabulous Friday. So we'll see you then. Over and out. Take care, guys. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.